Achieving success, being healthy and wealthy, and lifelong happiness is anyone's ultimate dream. In the grand scheme of things, self-doubt limits you from achieving great things. The path towards the zenith of success and controlling your life is at your hands. This is the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Happy thoughts as high. Hello, Milan. How are you? There's Susie Sherman from upstate New York. Push-ups for life says, hi, mate. Hi, back. How are you all doing this wonderful hump day night? Hey, Goresh. How you doing? Happy thoughts. That's high. Hello, Milan. How are you? Hold on a second. We got to. There's Susie Sherman from upstate New York. Push-ups for life says, hi, mate. Hi, back. How are you all doing this wonderful so hopefully there's no feedback. I have I have a lot of video coming at me from my other ends. So what's up with everybody tonight? Is uh, everybody staying uh, warm and cozy where they're at? Hey, Jeanette. So good to see you too. Kazi, how are you doing? Tracy? Good. So uh, what's going on? I'm, uh, I had some time. You know, the kids are doing their Chinese classes right now with, uh, with the wife. And uh, so I've been feeling like really like I wanted to reach out and connect and kind of hang out and maybe answer some questions or talk about cool shit for people who want to do cool stuff. So um, I don't know how long I will be on today. Um, I may have to duck out really quick just because, you know, family and stuff. But uh, is the Zoom link available for members? Um, if people want the Zoom link, I can probably dig it up. Um, but um, of course, the Zoom link is always available. It's just um, if you want to if you want to interact. I try to when I do the AMAs, I try to keep everything as 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 uh, confined to the chat box as possible. Uh, simply because when you got fifty people all trying to talk at once or asking questions or whatever, um, it can it can get a little crazy, which I don't mind. Um, Susie Sermon says, I love your content. Susie says, we're staying warm. Perfect. Jeanette, in Australia, it is Thursday afternoon and it's 3.15. Wow. Excellent. So do you guys have anything you want to know about? Anything you want to talk about? What would now be a good time? Still wearing vests. Yes, I'm wearing one of my, uh, my puffy vests. I'm wonderfully consistent, am I not, Hannah? <laughs> Is this Hannah Weinshank out of uh, Israel? Excellent. Ravi, India, big festival today. Makara Sakaranti. It's Thursday, 9.45 a.m. Wow. I'm getting ready to put my kids to bed. You guys are just getting started. Right. So, hey, quick question. How many of you have heard of this thing called Clubhouse? If, you, if you've heard of Clubhouse, go ahead and type it in the chat. Hopefully, I don't get banned for mentioning another social media platform on YouTube, but... Jose Manuel Ariola says, do you know anything about magic squares? Maybe. Uh, Will Oswald says, love. Paresh says, no, sorry. Ravi says, no. Okay. It's the latest, it's the, it's the latest thing. You know, first it was Snapchat. Then it was, uh, what's the, what was that one that came around? Anyway, I don't think it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a chat based uh, social media platform, but basically a bunch of people get together and they just swap stories, share value, things of that nature. 
Um, a lot of the new, a lot of the social media influencers are, are, are looking for ways to use that to build their audience and things of that nature. I've been observing it. Uh, I got an, it's an invite only thing. So it's like, it, it really taps into that, that fear of being left out or fear of missing out uh, instinct that we all have. Um, which is going to be one of the reasons it, it grows. But I think I think uh, I'm still not 100% sure which way this one's going to go. So I'm playing with it and I'm doing some free content delivery uh, on Clubhouse. So if you do get an invite and uh, and you want to participate, if you want to follow me on on uh, on Clubhouse, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a month or two um, just creating rooms and, and, and teaching stuff and sharing information and things of that nature. So if, if you're interested in, in finding more excuses to hang out, um, see if you can wrangle a club. I don't have any more invites. I gave all mine out, but if you know people, um, if when you sign on to clubhouse, you could follow me, just type in David Snyder NLP and I should show up. Um, Robbie says, I'm a motivational speaker, but at the very start of my career, how can I connect with you and make you a mentor? You just did, you know, uh, mentorship has different levels to it and you have to you work with whatever resources you have uh, at whatever level you're comfortable with. So a lot of people consider me, even though I've never personally met them, we have a virtual relationship. A lot of people consider me their mentor, but everybody has, you know, there's an orbit, you know, if this is me, you have these, the, the, the inner circles and then the the not so inner, and, and, and then it just keeps kind of spiraling outward, right? And all of you on YouTube who, who find value in the content that I teach and, and, and that we, we've refined, um, to some degree, you can consider me your mentor. You know, the question is how, how deep of that relationship do you, do you really want to have, right? Uh, people, there, you, there was a time when people could just pick up the phone and talk to me for an hour. Now it's like, it, getting getting time with me is is like literally like winning the lottery. So um, it's and it's because of how many people we've helped and, and how many people we've we've guided to become successful in the content that we've shared. But you're all my mentees. You're all my students uh, and my friends and my family. Um, regardless of what level of of intimacy you're enjoying. You know, uh, Spirit Angel says you're amazing. Well, thank you, thank you for that, and I, I really appreciate the love. You know, uh, Pink Pleasure says I've heard of it, but I haven't entered. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of limiters on on this. Uh, Jeanette says yes, I consider you my mentor. Thank you, Jeanette. Uh, I'll do my best to live up to that that responsibility. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure about it. I was torn, you know, because I'm 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 technically now I'm on three uh, I'm on three social media platforms uh, actively. Uh, the most active I am right now is, is on, on YouTube here. You are my, my primary audience. I follow very closely by my Facebook followers. Uh, I do have an Instagram account. So if you want to find me on Instagram, you're, you're more than welcome to do that. Although I got to be honest, I don't spend as much time there. It's, it's just not, it's not the best way to deliver content that I think is important for you to have. Uh, it's a nice little roundabout way of doing things. And there's a lot of people who swear by, you know, the, the, the whole Instagram and, and all these other things. But um, so far to me, Facebook and YouTube have been the best way to to really kind of connect with you. Aside from live events, which I really want to see all of you um, in my audience and, and working with me personally 
um, at some point, if not in the near future, in, in, in the not too distant future, you know, uh, we're going to continue to host live events. We're going to continue to move to the places where people can get to, uh, and we can really, you know, lift your skill sets up. Right. Uh, let me see here. Hannah says, uh, I used to watch your content a lot and you got me into hypnosis. Cool. And I got to, if, if this is the same Hannah I'm thinking of, I also got you into face reading, didn't I? Right. Um, Will Oswald says, perhaps mentos. I don't know what that means. Anyway, Pierce says, definitely consider David to be my mentor. I had fun diamond membership session. Looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, we have another mastermind. For those of you who uh, are interested in, in participating with us, pardon me while I adjust my camera a little bit. I got to find that happy spot where I don't have to adjust my camera every time I sit up or stand down or stand up or sit down. Um, for those of you who are interested in, you know, rolling up your sleeves and getting some hands-on mentoring and things of that nature, even in a virtual format, but you want to be able to work with people and stuff. I encourage you to, uh, to upgrade to our diamond level and you'll be able to participate uh, this weekend in our four hour hands-on mentoring session. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Oh, Hannah says she was a bit turned off by face reading. Oh, hey, hey, Darla, how you doing, sweetie? Good to see you again. Um, I'll bet there's a story there, Hannah. I would love to hear what happened. Um, but uh, anyway, um, squirrel. Anyway, um, so yeah. So those of you who want to do some hands-on work and things of that nature, thinking about seriously upgrading to our Diamond uh, YouTube membership level and. Uh, check out the archives and things of that nature. And uh, if you have specific skills, and for those of you who don't know how the mastermind works, basically what happens is it's on, it's 11 a.m. Pacific time uh, to 4 p.m. Pacific time. Now, sometimes because of the number of people we have now, sometimes we run a little bit over. Uh, Ankita's asking me about EFT. Put a pin in that for just a moment, Ankit, and I will, I will talk a little bit about my thoughts on EFT. Um, so basically the way the mastermind works is on that third Saturday of every month, I people come in, in this case virtually, but it used to be in person. And it will be once again, uh, once once the whole vaccine is out and pandemics are over. I, says, I literally go around and I say, what do you want to learn? Nicholas, what do you want to learn? Ankit, what do you want to learn? Happy Thoughts, what do you want to learn? Darla, what do you want to learn? Hannah, what do you want to learn? Ravi, what do you want to learn? Purish, what do you want to learn? Jamie, what do you want to learn? And I literally write everything you ask about on the board. And then when everybody's done, I look... Everything people have asked about, I find the connecting threads. And then for the next four hours, I create a curriculum and I drill you on those skill sets uh, for those four hours to the best of our ability until you can do them in your sleep. Now, what's happening for us, I'll, I'll be honest, we have to limit how many people we have in the diamond uh, level now because we're getting to the point now where just to get around to what everybody's questions takes me almost an hour. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm used to doing smaller groups where I had 15 to 20 people and I could just zip right through it and, uh, and really, you know, spend a lot of time on, uh, on the hands-on side of things. And so we're going to have to start limiting how many people are actually allowed to be in that group at any given moment. But we haven't put the, we haven't shut the gates on it yet. So if it's something you want, we're not going to kick anybody out who's already in it. But if it's something you want, if you want the ability to work with me and, and get feedback from me and work with people who have, you know, similar desires and interests and things of that nature, I encourage you to uh, to consider 
at least test driving the platinum, the, the diamond level and see if that's something that you're interested in. Um, let's see here. Um, real quick about um, my, my thoughts on EFT. The science or the studies behind EFT demonstrate that it is effective, you know, better than average or better than random, okay, or better than placebo. Um, my personal experiences with EFT have not been all that great. Um, I have not seen the degree of change in the clients I've used it with um, compared to the technologies that we do. You know, I, I lovingly make it, but I, I also fully recognize that there's a lot of people who swear up and down by EFT. It's a huge part of their practice and their, uh, whether it's personal development practice or working with coach, with clients and, 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 and patients and things of that nature. Uh, it has just never delivered the results that I demand in my world for me and my clients. And so we don't, we don't do it. I know it. I've been, I, I was one of the first people to ever learn it back when uh, Gary Craig was still giving it away for free and everything like that. Um, but I've never seen it produce the same results as color breathing or spinning or magic frame, and especially not in the, with the scope and the time frame. So that has been my personal experience. I, I'm not, I, and I can only talk about my personal experience. Um, certainly other people's mileage may vary. And if you're one of the people who promotes EFT, like, you know, there are some people out there, I won't mention their names, but uh, there's some really high level people out there in the EFT world who are supposedly doing some really, really good work. Um, I've just never seen it in front of me. So um, I hope that answers your question. Um, let's see. Jeanette says, I am determined to save my money so I can be a member and pay for one of your courses. Cool. Purish says, I hope the people who are already diamond members are safe. Yes, you are. Uh, Jalima says, I found you yesterday. I have, uh, I mean, let me move my, my chat over here so I can actually appear to look at the camera. Uh, Jalima says, uh, Jalima Hansen says, I found you yesterday. I've been here. I've, I've heard your videos all day today. So I love your passion about teaching. You are amazing and slow because English is not my first language. I, I apologize for those of you who are not native English speakers. I I am a naturally fast talker and I tend to drive uh, non-English speakers or, or not native English speakers absolutely crazy. When I first went to Israel to teach, uh, it was my first time, this was back in 2012, teaching to uh, an audience who's, who's, who, who, while they were really good at English, they, uh, it wasn't, it was, a, it was, a, it was not my native audience. And so I had to really, I mean, I kept getting asked, can you slow down? Can you repeat that? Can you slow down? It was a nightmare for me. Um, I love the people. I loved, I loved what I was doing, but it, it was really a bit of a culture shock to me in a good way that I needed to learn to speak slower. And, um, I couldn't, you know, it, it was just, it was just something I didn't, I didn't know I had to do, you know? Um, so do that for what it is. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Happy Cloud says, "Can you give us some self-help, some help for self-validation? Love your work. The only reason I ask is because you're a great teacher." Okay. What is the name of the legal book you described in a video written by two lawyers? It's called Reptile. And it was by Don Keenan and David Ball. Let me put that in the chat for you. Reptile. Don Keenan and David Ball. 
Now, for those of you who are into self or who, who want to know about self-validation, this is some, I'm, I'm going to tell you a, little, a real quick story. When I turned uh, the day I turned 21 years old, I moved to Pompano Beach, Florida. And I moved to Florida with $300 in my pocket, a bunch of boxes and a train ticket. And I, 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 I rented a room from my grandfather who charged me $300. I think it was a month or something like that to, to live with him. And I got a job part-time working at a Tom McCann shoe store. And that was the first job I ever had in Florida. I just turned 21 and I realized that, and I had no, by the way, I, by that time, I did not have any college at all. I barely graduated high school. Um, and I, my job, I was the, the, I was the Al Bundy before uh, the Married with Children came out. And I realized that I needed something to build myself up. Now, the word we use now is self-validation, but I needed something to remind me that I wasn't hopeless, that I wasn't a loser. And so what I did is I, I went to the local Walgreens or whatever it was, and I bought this cheap $1 uh, spiral ring notebook, you know, the ones that, that have the cardboard boxes, or the car, or, you know, cardboard front, and they have the lined paper, and there's like 50, 60 pages of lined paper in there or something like that. And I got a pen and I wrote on the, on the cover of that, of that notebook, I, I wrote my success book. And what I started to do is I just started to go back through as far back as I could remember. And I started to, to record in writing every single good thing I'd ever done. Every single time I was victorious or I was successful or I achieved something, whether it was learning to tie my shoes, learning to wipe my butt for the first time, whether it was the first time that I, I won a, a role in a school play, uh, whether it was the first time, you know, I won a blue ribbon at one of the school events, just little things. And I would just write them. And every day, if I could remember where I write, if something good happened that day and I, I scored a win that day, I would write it in my book. And I would only write things that were, were, were moments of me winning, moments of me being successful. And even when there were days when life was, sh was shitty or nothing good happened, I would read that book every night before I went to bed. And each time I did, I was reminded of all the times in my life where I won, where I was a winner. And over time, first of all, the bringing up and the writing of it created a record of successes in my life that most of us don't, don't do. We, we tend to focus on all the shit that went bad, more so than reliving and, re, and, and, and building on the things that where we won. And there's a lot of things that if there's, if there, you know, we don't consider learning to flip on a light switch a win, but it is a moment of learning. It's a moment where there was something you didn't know how to do before that now you do. Right. And these are all very powerful resources and building blocks for us. So this was my first, I won't say it's my first um, journey into personal development because I'd gone through a very intensive sales training course um, that was created by W. Clement Stone. I, I was a, a fan of Tony Robbins and, and NLP at the time, but I didn't have anywhere near the resources or the, the, the ability to get the higher level trainings that I eventually did. And so I started with where I was at, a little notebook. And all I wanted to do was codify in my mind and in my heart, every good thing I'd ever done, every good thing I'd ever, I'd ever achieved. And that, that 
book probably changed the course of my life because within, you know, I started as a part-timer with that company. And within two years, I was the manager of a million dollar uh, retail unit. I was actually being invited to other stores to teach sales tactics. I was the number three salesman. I was, I was always in the top three salesmen in my entire district. And I was the number one accessory salesman in my district every single week. Um, and so I took, I took the, the building blocks that I had and I, I used them for fuel, so to speak. So when we talk about self-validation, we need to start to examine our life and look only for the things that we did well, only for the things that went right, that, that were good in our lives. Because when we start to reactivate and revivify and refocus those things, and we couple it with our state control, you know, posture and breathing and all of those things, uh, an alchemical process begins. And, and I didn't have the techniques that, that, that I, I'm sharing with you now that have these deep, powerful, rapid, transformational uh, phenomena within you. I, I had to do it the really hard, like the old, old, old school way, right? Um, and I think there's a lot of benefit to that. I think there's a lot of value to that because as much as we have these awesome technologies for transforming and getting rid of blocks to success and things of that nature, I think there's a lot of value in examining our life and, and, and codifying, creating a record of all the, the cool things about us that we can go and we can read. Now, this is a little bit different than what most people do with journaling, what's happened in their life, their thoughts, their feelings. Early. That wasn't what I did. All I wanted to do was write down in a way that, that triggered the memory in me all the good things I'd ha- I'd, I experienced or I'd accomplished. And, and to me, I think that was, that was a very, that was the closest to actual journaling I'd ever gotten. And I think it really did make a difference. So in terms of validation, that's where I would start. Start by, you know, again, reviewing your life and looking for things, right? Um, KS says, I'm an EFT, hold on a second. Uh, KS says, I'm an EFT practitioner and an EFT combined with NLP is powerful. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Emmanuel Lewis says, metaphorically, I don't know context for that. Let's see here. What is the best book to learn NLP for a newbie? You know, I like John O'Connor's books a lot. Um, A lot of people swear by Richard's most recent book, The Insider, um, The Beginner's Guide to NLP or something like that. I'll have to look it up. Um, but I like the, I like, I originally liked the books by, uh, by John O'Connor. NLP for business was especially good for me. Um, let's see here. Kazi Price says, hi, I just recently found your channel on YouTube. Love your content. I'm a 3D animator and I find your videos very beneficial for helping me read more people. Cool. Srafez Stra- uh, says, hello, Dr. Snyder. Are you doing any particular occult path working right now? No. <laughs> I'm always doing something, Stravis. Um, I don't like to use that word occult so much because it has such a stigma connected to it. Um, but yes, I'm doing a lot of spiritual and, and magical manifesting processes uh, to kind of take myself to the next level. And it's a very eclectic path, although it's all based in hermetics. Michael McIntosh is asking different ways for different trains of thought. Artists use different tools to still produce art, different visual framing techniques. Okay, I don't think there's a question there. 
Uh, Daniel Thibault, I find that the same issue having to lower my own frequency to connect with people and slowly amp up. Okay, there's no question there. I'm looking for the questions, guys. Uh, hey, David, I once heard you say that women are attracted to dominant alpha males. Can you talk a little bit about that? Thanks. I always appreciate your time and hard work. Yes, uh, let me go. Let me jump through a few questions and then um, I'll see if I can circle back and talk about that a little bit. Paleocortex driven types, reptilian theme. Yes. Uh, Nicholas Nelms Overholzer. I'm a caregiver for my friend who is 30 years old. It's as if she's dying of old age and brain death. And we've been to over 30 doctors and nobody's been able to help. Is there anything you can do? I do not know. Um, I won't know until, uh, unless I do a consultation with her and see um, how responsive she is to the different uh, procedures that we do. We, we believe that we have the capacity to help everyone at the right time in their life. The question is, is if they're a good candidate at that moment. And I've had, I've had to turn away um, some really strong cases or some really deep level cases uh, primarily because um, they couldn't they couldn't respond to the to the, the suggestions and the commands the way I needed them to to be able to get the work done uh, and and unfortunately that's that's often the case is that sometimes uh, other things need to be done before they the, the the patient or the client themselves is at a level they can respond to the things I'm I'm doing. Uh, Michael McIntosh, let's you know before I get too further, let me let me go ahead and, and talk about um, dominant alpha males. There are five basic characteristics that a positive alpha male uh, should embody. First one is uh, a sense of mental toughness or strength, okay? Um, these are people who have the ability to stand up and, and speak their mind, um, to handle setbacks, and to be relentless in their ability to get what they want in their life. To, they see a goal, they go for it. And that, okay, the second one, of course, is relentlessness. Uh, the third one is a sense of adventure. Uh, people who are naturally attractive to females, men specifically, have a sense of adventure about them. Um, they, 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 even if they're accountants, they do things that are exciting. They, they create social groups that they lead. They, they are, they are leaders in their world in some, in, in pretty much every aspect of their life, but they demonstrate that through their words and through their actions and through their activities. They don't necessarily court or kowtow to people to be part of an in-group. They kind of create a life that's satisfying and thrilling and fulfilling for them. And because people see them having such a good time going on these adventures, they magnetize people who want to be part of that. So adventurous, relentless, mentally tough or, and, relent, and, and strength, they tend to be assertive or dominant, which means that they take charge. They, they don't try to dominate other people. They, they just take charge of a situation and they do it in such a way that doesn't alienate people. So they are, you know, you can tell this is a person who's in control of themselves and doesn't seek to control others. People just naturally um, kind of follow their lead because he seems to, he or she seems to know what they're doing. Right. Um, and then finally, um, one of the things you'll see that that tends to be almost like catnip um, for the average attractive alpha male is this witty sense of this cynical sense of wittiness that they carry about them. You know, if you think of people like, uh, James Bond or, or Han, uh, Han Solo or Captain Jack Sparrow. They're always making these little one, they always have these little one-liners or they have this cynical sense of, of I call it streetwiseness to them. Um, and they, and they espouse that. Um, a lot of the people in the, in the old seduction communities, the old pickup communities used to call this cocky funny, right? 
Um, a problem was is that most people have so most people in that industry or in that in that community had such poor state control that they wound up being more cocked than fun. So uh, really, Fist spent a lot of time on developing a a, a funny, quirky, witty sense of humor, um, and and you'll find that you'll you'll be able to radiate a very strong aura of charisma. Um, when you move through the world. So these are the five core characteristics that all romantic heroes have in common. And the only thing that really separates or differentiates them is the proportions of one to another. But if you go back and you review all the romantic literature, all the con all the heroes of modern television and go all the way back to the very beginning of television in this in this in the world, you'll see these characteristics being demonstrated. And by and large, uh, the women of our society or the feminine oriented people of our society are fed this steady diet of this is what is supposed to be desirable. And for, for uh, an evolutionary perspective, it, it actually is. The, the problem of course, is that there's a lot of negative masculine role models out there who have a lot of similar characteristics or characteristics that mimic these positive ones. And those are the people who are gonna wind up being the jerks, they're gonna be the narcissists, they're gonna be the sociopaths. So one of the things that that will kind of begin to separate the positives from the negatives is how they express those traits. Are they demeaning and derogatory? Are they, um, are they deceptive? These are things that you'll see the negative, the negative uh, examples of these kinds of people uh, expressing, right? I think I, uh, for those of you who are platinum and diamond members, uh, I did an AMA last month about, um, lie detection and how to catch liars, cheaters, narcissists, and other narcissistic a-holes. Um, and I actually went through a whole bunch of uh, characteristics that these people embody, right? Um, and many times, negative traits through the eyes of attraction will seem to be positive. And so if you, if you go back and you reference that video, I talk an awful lot about mistaking one for the other. So I hope that kind of gives you a, a real quick view. Um, What's your thoughts on uh, out-of-body experiences versus prophetic and lucid dreaming? Just curious. Um, I've had a little bit more experience with prophetic dreaming than I have with lucid dreaming or out-of-body experiences, um, but still not as much as, as the, that I would qualify myself as an expert or qualified to talk about those things. I have, I have students who are very, very active in those, uh, those disciplines. I have not gone deep enough into them that I feel qualified to... Uh, to really talk too much about it though. Uh, Michael Klaus says, Dan was just heading for bed. Now you come online. Sorry about that, Michael. You can always catch the replay. Um, Grand Fire Expert says, what are the other techniques you found in the book Love Trances except three magic questions? I always seem to fuck up. Um, the rock star meta frame is just deadly in social interactions if you can pull it off. Um, so I would recommend you go and you read the, read this section where about the lady who become, imagines she's like a rock star and everybody's there to see him or her, and you'll, you'll have some really good state control. Theodore says, me too. I was about to fall asleep in goddamn universe or the God blessed universe. I'm going to look at it. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Alex P is saying, oh wait, hold on a second. Um, what do we need to, to let go of in order to allow the success, wealth, health, and happiness be imprinted on our reptile brain or neocortex brain or other parts of our brain. Honestly, fear. Fear is, fear is the mind killer. Fear is what keeps you stuck. Fear is what keeps you immobile. Um, you need to ramp up your desire, uh, dissolve your fear and take action. 
Okay. Uh, Alex P is asking 10 months sober today. Congratulations, Alex. That's a huge accomplishment. Thumbs up. Everybody give Alex a big round of applause, right? He's that's a big deal. When I'm surrounded by temptation post lockdown, what can I do to ensure I don't fall into temptation? Hiding doesn't count. Remember a time in your life when you were having the most joyful, wonderful experience ever and immerse yourself in it. And just stay there for as long as you want to. Okay. Um, hopefully those, those, those happy experiences don't involve substances, but that would be the first thing. Change your posture, change your breathing, take a walk, get your physical body engaged and your mind actively engaged in something else that you enjoy. Uh, these are going to be saying, you know, when you're in the middle of a, a craving, it seems like that craving is lasting forever. And the truth is they, they usually last less than three minutes. So if you actually take, get it and uh, start take, doing physical activity, um, you start thinking of remembering times in your life when you felt really good, you're having a wonderful time and you just immerse yourself in those things. You can, you can dissolve that. There's other, there's other, you can also spin it. You can magic frame it and you can uh, color breathe it. In fact, I had one jet, one uh, student slash patient who was a heroin addict and um he came to Identity by Design and then he came to NLP and he learned how to do spinning and magic frame and he went into rehab. And when he went into rehab, uh, you know, when heroin is one of the most horrible withdrawals that you could have. Every time he would start to have a withdrawal symptom, he would reach in, take it out, spin it, put it back in, the symptom would go away. And he went through his entire rehab process and withdrawal process just spinning his symptoms away. And as far as I know, he's still doing really, really well. So there are some things that you can do, Alex right off the bat that, you know, you know how to spin, you know how to color breathe, you know how to magic frame. You've got some very powerful orthodox techniques from Planet David. But if you just change your posture, get your physical body engaged, uh, immerse yourself in a joyful time, you'll be able to do all those things. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's see. Hi, David. Thank you for this AMA. You are very welcome, Sumas. Uh, taking new approach podcast says, yeah, I have all five characteristics and been told that's cool. Yes. Well, the beautiful part is we all male or female, we all have these characteristics. The question is how dominant or predominant are they in our everyday persona that we present to the world? Do we move through the world from a place that embodies and, and, and builds on these characteristics or do they just come out at random moments? The people who are truly successful and positively alpha demonstrate this in every aspect of their life to some degree, and they radiate it. And so people become magnetized to them because we're des people, human beings in, as a rule, as a, as a herd species are looking for leadership. Uh, they're, looking, they're not looking to be managed. Nobody wants to be managed, but they are looking to be led. They're looking to raise themselves up or, or show somebody who can show them how to become a better version of themselves. And so these people who embody these traits, they tend to be very magnetic people because they're moving through the world, living life on their terms. And that is extremely, extremely inspiring to the people who aren't or who want to do that more. Uh, so I encourage you to, to really explore those characteristics, use like the uh, identity by design processes that we teach and build on those characteristics inside of you. Because outside of the dating and mating context, those five characteristics are actually hardcore success traits and attributes. So whether you're male or female, if you take on more of these 
qualities for yourself. You will be successful in your romantic life. You'll be successful in your business life, your professional life, your social life, play pretty much everywhere. And so they're worth cultivating um, and expressed positively. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Michael says, I found physical exertion brings on the most vivid dream states like Indian shamans. Yes. Happy thought said, did you mention to change your breathing and posture? Yes, I did. Uh, but usually getting, doing some kind of physical activity will do that as well. Um, Cynthia Holly says, I'm with Michael off to bed. Well, that'll hold. <laughs> All right. Hey, for those of you who uh, are on Clubhouse, that new social media platform, if you guys, if you guys log on, could you guys follow me just so we can get together and hang out and talk? I'd appreciate that. Could you do that with an alcoholic? Yes. Yeah. I don't think it really matters what the addiction is. I think it just matters... Uh, your willingness to engage in the process. Uh, let's see here. Mr. A, you got a UG go. Don't know what that is. I, uh, okay. I have no idea. That's that's not directed at me. Uh, some of these conversations are not directed at me, so I'm having to sort through them. Uh, let's see here. Um, Svetna, uh, Svet Venom says, uh, when I get paid, I'm coming straight to you. Cool. Um, let's see here. Everyone has an ego. I'm just experienced. You know, the ego gets a bad rap. No, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be really upfront with you. No level of success is attainable without a strong, healthy ego. You just have to be able to manage that ego. Um, so the, the what we see are the people who give ego a bad name, who, who let their ego manage them rather than managing their own ego. You need a strong sense of self, a strong sense of deservingness to move forward in life. I'm going to have to jump off really soon because the kids are getting ready for bed and they're going to want me to kiss them goodnight. But uh, I might jump on um, either Clubhouse or um, I probably won't get back on YouTube tonight. Uh, but I wanted to spend some time um, just kind of hanging out and sharing. Uh, Erica says, I could not hear you. Hold on a second. Um, what should I check out specifically? Right now, just follow me on YouTube. Um, let's see here. Tournament versus pair bonding species make a difference. On, I'm not sure what that means. What's my clubhouse? It's David Snyder NLP. That's what, that's all I, I just, I don't have any clubs right now. Uh, I'm still trying to fork out the platform and see if it's actually worth my time to do. And the more of you that are on there, the more fun I'm going to have. And if I'm having fun, I'll stay on it. If I'm not having fun, I'm going to quit. So um, that's kind of my, one of my rules in life. If it's not fun for me, I'm not doing it. Uh, same question about Clubhouse. Can you talk about money mindset, how to develop positive connections with it? Um, what's interesting is I just did a full uh, three-hour AMA on Money Magnet Mastery. Uh, for this month's AMA Live. And next Monday, I'll be doing part two of that. So if you're a, a platinum member, you can sit in and we can go over that mindset stuff and you can go back and review the actual video we did last uh, last week. Um, I'm, I, I, would, I would love to go over some mindset stuff. Unfortunately, I don't think with my kids getting ready for bed, I'm going to have the time, but I will promise to talk about it more within the next week or so. So live, thank you for that question. And I will uh, do my best to, to live up, to fulfill that 
um, to fulfill that breath. For those of you, by the way, who, who asked a question and didn't get it answered or it went by, here's what I want you to do. I always go back and read the comments of my videos. So if you had a question that I didn't get to, I didn't see it or, or what have you, or I, you know, whatever, when the live version of this, or when the, when the, when the replay of this video goes active on YouTube, just go to the comment section for the video. And after you like and share it, type in the question you didn't get the answer to, or the next level to your question. And I will type an answer in the chat box for you so that you can get, uh, the, so at least if, if, if I can't answer your question succinctly, I'll point you in the direction of what content or resources to access uh, for that. Okay. Let's see here. Any tips for online dating? Yes. Focus on having fun with the people. Um, if you're not having fun online, you're not going to have fun offline and transition from an off transition from an online format to a phone conversation, a clubhouse conversation, something where you can dialogue in real time, stop passing emails back and forth, create comfort, create, create desire, create interest, and then get face to face, um, or voice to voice in some way. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, to answer, some person's asking if they can change their dick size through hypnosis. Yeah, you can. Um, I would recommend you check out Wendy Friesen's work on uh, penis enlargement. And here's my daughter, Sophia, who's getting ready for bed. And here's my other one. Come here, Cassia. This is Cassia. Ow. Ow. Bye. <laughs> She's the one that's going to be a teenager soon. Anyway, um, hold on a second. All right, as you can see, uh, the family needs me. So. Um, no, we don't. Okay, so let's see here. Do I wear a vest to sleep? Sometimes, if it's cold, I do. What is the platinum? The platinum is a uh, it's the middle level of membership in our in our YouTube subscriber. Uh, program. And it gives you two live Ask Me Anything, private Ask Me Anything uh, a month. And it gives you full access to our mastermind uh, video content for the last 10 years. We're always uploading. And, uh, and then the diamond level gives you access to the mastermind mentoring group where you actually get to work in real time with me through a video chat kind of a section. So hopefully that helps. Appreciate it. Thank you, you guys. Appreciate you guys, right? <laughs> Thank you, Erica. She is cute and she knows it. That's the problem, right? Um, so that being said, hey, it's uh, it's 8.56 where I'm at. It's, it's uh, kids go to bed at nine. And uh, I want to thank you all for hanging out, spending a little brief time with me. Please like and share um, this video. Uh, if you're already on Clubhouse or you have invites and uh, you would like to join Clubhouse, I would encourage people who are here to like and share their invites with people on the channel, if you know them, if you trust them. And let's see what we can do with this platform. If it works for us, cool. We'll keep it as another way to get together and connect and communicate ver verbally, right? If it doesn't work out, well, we still have our YouTube family, right? We still have our Facebook family. But let's find out what we can do with this thing. Let's see how we can deepen our relationship and go further. That being said, good night. I love you all. 
God bless. Have a great night. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer. 